0: Hello, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Property Pros Podcast. We got a pretty interesting guest on today. He's Brady Peavy House. He is a team lead at FloridaIsHome.com. It's a really interesting concept. And uh, I'm excited to hear more about what he has to say because it's it's definitely unique. It's something that I've not heard of before. Brady, thanks for being here. Will you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, your background, and then maybe more about your floridaishome.com website? Sure.
1: Sure. Thanks, Peter. I appreciate it. Uh, a little bit about my i mean, my background. I'm currently a licensed agent here in the state of Florida. Uh, I've been doing real estate a little over 20 years, I think. Stopped counting a long time ago. Um, I've been really. I'm not one of those guys that's that's hopped around. I've I've chosen my base and, and then I've I've grown from there. So I'm I'm not only a dinosaur. I think I'm a unique dinosaur because a lot of people hop hop offices and and move around a lot more than I have over the last 25 years. So, but I work in real estate full time. I've been doing it 25 years. I I have a team of eight full-time agents and then a couple other part-time agents that jump in and fill in where we need. Um, We cover coast-to-coast here in Central Florida. So from Daytona Beach uh, to the north, Melbourne uh, in Brevard County, we go all the way over to Tampa, uh, Citrus County. Uh, We are just now breaking ground there with a couple of our agents as we expand. So a lot of things are going on, even though this market is really up in the air and wishy-washy, we've pushed forward.
0: That's a very large territory to cover. Um, you, we were talking before we got on that people don't realize how big Florida is and how hard it is to kind of get around. And it's important to try to figure out if you're moving to this area for lifestyle, it seems to be a common reason, right? Lifestyle that people want to move here, uh, helping them find what part of the state might suit their sensibilities the best, right? Perfect
1: example, yeah, perfect example. I often get, and when, when people come in, a lot of times they're looking at a price range. That's what they know they qualify for, whether they're coming down to live off of retirement funds or they've got a job offer here and they're moving into the area, they know what they can budget. And from there, they just open up whatever website they have and, and they have options. Now, there are tons of options in the 100 to 200, 200 to 300, as you can imagine. But they don't realize that Deland, Florida, and Lakeland, Florida, are very far apart. I mean, heck, here in Florida we've got Lake City and Lake Land with three and a half hours in between. What's the difference? So we get these phone calls and these inquiries and these these people that call in that we have to not only kind of educate them on where they're looking but also maybe areas that they hadn't heard of and that's really kind of been our key of one knowing our area so that we can figure out that you're, you're really looking where you wanna look or that you're not missing another area that you should be looking in. Not to take you away from one, but literally there are tons of options that we try to blend together and get to know the client and then narrow down your search. So we take it a little bit differently. I call it old school, before internet did it.
0: <laughs> I would agree. Are you finding clients have an idea where they want to go or are they saying hey i want to move to florida i'll find a job when i get there but i want to figure out which parts you know best (sighs) lifestyle or whatever it is that they want
1: i'm honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna steer towards kind of the as of late post-covid it has dramatically changed a lot of people are coming without a what i call an anchor point in mind meaning they're not they don't have family local they don't have a job local. Many of them are working remotely, so it doesn't matter where they are as long as they have a good internet connection. So when you have that type of call coming in, it is it's very sporadic as to where they're looking. Again, they don't realize, you know, I got one fisherman right now as an example, he's literally looking all the way from South Florida all the way up to Ocala Florida. Now we cover 75% of that and we've we've finagled that for a South Florida properties, he's getting taken care of if he finds anything. But really, I, after discussions and after meeting with them, I, I have a solid idea of where they're going to be. I, I think we've got him with the right agent on that one. So that's what it, it, you know, it comes down to a conversation about what you're looking for and then kind of figuring out where we have opportunity. And believe it or not, a lot of people do call in. They don't know the difference. They don't realize... How dramatic it could be. For instance, you know, in central Florida, what we call hill country, right? Smack dab in the center of Florida. Most people don't know that as hill country. They don't know it as, you know, now a hill here is anything with a three inch rise or more. But, you know, it, it's where we send a lot of people that uh, want to be in Florida but don't want the hurricanes. So we explain to them how the current, you know, not the currents, but the wind blows and how you got to cover 60 60 miles of land before you get hit with those winds. So a lot of times they want to be in that type of location. But that's a 100-mile area that, that that could be. So we got to figure out where in that area. So we really break it down and discuss the lifestyle, where you're going to work, what you're going to do on weekends. We talk about, well... How many days a week are you going to go to the beach? Well, that might mean uh, you need to be in DeBerry and DeLand because you want to be up there and access as opposed to Lakeland. You know, it might save you 30 minutes each time you go to the beach. So we take a lot of that into consideration. Then you add in schools, you add in potential employment later on, you know, a lot of that. So really I feel like I get to know my clients really well, um, and then we, we... hone in on an area but that doesn't mean I'm right all all the time the first time so sometimes it switches you know and if that's the case that's the luxury of working with us we can easily flip to another area and I can put you with another one of our team members that knows and lives in that area specifically so it's not just I hope that agent knows that other area, it's no, all right, you're not gonna work with Janelle, let's have you go over here with Ryan. Now Ryan lives over here in Brevard County, he's lived there for 20 plus years, he's been in the industry for 15, he's gonna take care of you. So I don't worry about that. And that's the luxury of why I put the team together is the phone calls and the inquiries can be way out of left field, but I know once I hand it to my team that you're gonna find what you came in looking for, or we're gonna find it next year. You know, that's kind of the other thing. is It's it's a very very low pressure approach, and it's more of giving you the information to make that educated decision.
0: So, I mean, before you're giving it to one of your team members, are you sifting through some of the information to try to figure out a good? Oh, a
1: hundred percent. I'm almost putting together a book report for my team when when we're done. You know, here's what we talked about. Here's what we are avoiding. A lot of times I will create the custom searches that get it started. So that way they're getting it from me. And then, you know, when it's handed to my team, generally they're going out and showing the properties. And then they take it from that point on. Because once you're in the property and they're keying in on what you're looking at, what you like, what you say, what you don't say... Um, they're able to adjust that search better than I can now because they're in, you know, in, on site with you hearing things that I won't. But my team regathers and we will discuss other options because I want to make sure that, hey, you know what, maybe, maybe we need to show them Lake County as an option as opposed to just Brevard. So that's kind of the advantage of coming back in and discussing it with everybody is we're really working towards getting that client where they want to be. Hopefully we're not jumping counties too much, but it, it happens.
0: Yeah, I I can imagine it can if you really have no idea what you're doing. I mean, are any of the new consumers, the ones that we're talking about in the last six months, and for those of you that are listening, we're taping this. It is now the spring of 2023. We had a pretty major hurricane in southwest Florida uh, six or seven months ago. Are your new clients from out of state talking about that when they're reaching out to you?
1: Well, the majority of the clients we work with, an overwhelming majority, are out-of-state buyers that are coming in. So, the, you know, yes, um, as far as, and, and each person is different, and each client, we have recommendations on when they're most likely to be looking again and or when they should start looking. Like right now, I just had a meeting this morning with most of my agents explaining to them the two-, four-, and six-week time frame in regards to what's going to happen with the Fed tomorrow. So there is a lot of strategy, even though it seems willy nilly sometimes in what we are recommending, um, and we take into account your plan as well or the buyer's plan, because I will get people. I've got clients that I've been talking to three plus years, and they get regular updates. They call me back. They they will. You know, um, one gentleman out of Chicago. He'll call me up, say, "Hey, tell me about this house." We'll pull it up. We'll discuss it. It either meets his criteria or it doesn't, and then we decide if, if that's something he wants to move forward on or if he wants to wait. And to date, he's chosen... We've actually written a couple that didn't go through, um, but to date, we're really just kind of sitting and watching the market because it's it is, it is get, it's about to really turn on out there, and that's the, that's the thing we're prepping for.
0: Do you want to tell me a little bit more about what you mean?
1: Well, what... <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, I don't want to say it's speculation, but it's my interpretation of what's going on out there. When the Fed meets tomorrow, they're either gonna raise it a quarter, a half, or three quarters. Uh, yeah, really, that's the three options. In my opinion, if they raise it a quarter, we're gonna have about a two-week slowdown where everybody says, wait, I don't like those rates. But then they're, in two weeks, they're gonna say, the rates ain't gonna change for me, I just gotta go do it. So I, my team and I, we've got the philosophy of, you marry the house, you date the rate. Right, choose the right property. We'll figure out how to make it affordable and make sure that you live in it for whatever time. But don't get stuck on today's rates. You're going to talk yourself out of doing anything. And even though what they're telling everybody nationwide in regards to foreclosures and short sales, Florida is different. Just like you said with the storms last year, you know, let's—I don't know the exact numbers, but let's say a thousand homes or 500 homes were damaged and unlivable. Every one of those people had to find somewhere else to live. That swallowed up some of our inventory. So we really have an inventory problem here. And that is exacerbated by the fact that we don't have enough sellers. So the sellers are also waiting on the rates. So we got sellers waiting on the rates, buyers waiting on the rates and no inventory to begin. So if they come back with a quarter, I think that's gonna be the signal that the sellers need that they will be willing to jump into the market. Right? But if it's, you know, and, and that's two weeks if it's a quarter, four weeks if it's a, if it's a half, and we're going to be the middle of May if it's three quarters. But these banks are going to have to, you know, open the floodgates and start writing mortgages. And to date, they haven't. They've made up rules and regulations and little stipulations that have really kept us slow, but it's about to really open up. And as soon as the sellers come, the buyers are already here. They just don't have the inventory.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I. I- <laughs> I think it's only 25 basis points. If I had to guess,
1: uh, that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're so, but it, it it could go either way. I mean, in my opinion, I I think it needs to be more, but that's just so we nip it in the bud and we're done. But I'm not the guy with that degree, so I'll let the the people that make decisions make those decisions, and I'll be the guy yelling about it after the fact. <laughs>
0: So, that, well, it's a subject that we could talk about for quite a while. Um, yes. You know, let's talk about a different subject for a minute. Let's talk okay. about, you know, finding the right people to be a part of your team. You mentioned all the different people that you are work with and that you sort of send these uh, leads to or, you know, these customers where you've tried to figure out and solve what they might want.
1: Well. Uh, believe it or not, and this is this is one of the things that makes us unique. I'm a Remax agent. I've been a Remax agent, I guess, six or seven years now. Um, but my team is not all Remax agents. So they are agents in different markets. Uh, believe it or not, and this is one of the things that makes what I've created a little unique. There are four or five different real estate associations that cover Central Florida. So technically, for me to be able to do what I do, I've got to be a member of all those boards, and that's why very few agents do this, is because you got to go do that. So it takes multiple associations, it takes websites, it takes all of these data, all of this data in into one location, allows you to search, right? And that right there is cumbersome for a lot of agents. So you know, when it comes down to how we have put things together, knowing that we've got multiple markets. I've really tried to hone in on finding agents that live in the city or as a minimum, the county, so that they are very familiar with how that county operates, what's expected, what's being done locally, where the money's being spent, where the good schools are, where the traffic jams are, little things like that that you ideally want out of your local agent, but many times you don't realize when you pick up the phone or you hit that button on some of those other sites, you're going to the first person that calls you back or the first person that responds. It has nothing to do with years experience, location, um, you know, uh, ability to actually be successful. None of that matters to a lot of those other platforms. On my site, each one of these agents, you're not just handed out to the first person that picks up the phone. I have relationships with these agents and we have discussions about what we need and where we're headed. So everybody's goal on our team is 100% client-centric, meaning if you happen to be somebody that's looking into land, which is Volusia County, and then you want to flip to Lakeland, you're, you have to jump over one association to get to the other. That's three different associations, and I put you with an agent that understands that that could happen, right? which, believe it or not, in this industry, agents aren't happy when that happens. You know, because you just walked away, and that's what their paycheck was. But mine knows that it it, it is possible. They rely upon me to get it right the first time, so we limit that opportunity. But in the best interest of the client, that's just what we've got to do.
0: It makes perfect sense. I mean, the local thing that you talked about, especially for people coming out of the area to know some of the nuances about traffic patterns, schools, crime, lifestyle, what it's really like to live in certain parts. That's a big deal.
1: And, And everybody expects that. And then, in my opinion, they don't ask enough. They just assume that you know. And next thing you know, you've lived in the house a year and you're not happy because somebody didn't mention that, hey, that school down there is the worst graded school in all of the county. You didn't ask, the agent wasn't offering it up because that would sink their opportunity. It's our job as agents to have that information ready to go. And in my opinion, it's my job to make sure to find out if that is relevant to you. Believe it or not, post COVID, a lot of people moving in, schools have kind of taken a back seat. You know, most people are looking for convenience, access to medical, access to potential jobs and shopping, more than schools right now. And I, I don't know if that's because they're assuming private or homeschooling, but schools are, years ago, 5 conversation, now it's 10 to 15. I mean, it's very minimal. So it's just strange how some of that has changed, you know, on top of post-COVID lifestyle.
0: I think it's good. I think this is really interesting because we, you know, we're differentiating the difference between just regular search engines where you can willy nilly search stuff. We all know the names of those starts with a Z, ends with a W. But uh, Florida is home. Yeah, let's go there. Let's talk about AI. I mean, we're concerned about it in our industry. Everybody's concerned about it. What is it going to do for the real And I'm
1: part of one of my groups, uh, aside from doing what I do, it's to stay up on the technology. And I'm now part of a group that is learning how to feed certain information in so that we get the right proper information out. So not only is it going to be having access to AI, it's also knowing really how to use it. And that's something that really hasn't been done. They created it, said it's the next best thing to slice bread, but if you don't ask it the right questions the right way, you're gonna get different results. You know, One of the first things I did when I set up my chatbot, or not chatbot, but my AI system, was I made it a requirement that every answer or solution that was suggested by the AI, that it included links back to their sources for the information, so because you know, I know a lot of people will go. They'll say write this or create this, but they don't have any links back to the sources, so they're pulling pulling from very poor sources. And I think the the source is very relevant, you know, just in mind whether I want to discount it or not. So you know, just looking at that aspect of it, knowing that a lot of people don't, really means that it will be the wild west, in my opinion, until somebody reigns it in and. Teaches people how to look at certain things. Um, we're going to have a lot of skewed opinions, without people realizing how skewed they are, just because they didn't ask the question, and you know, I put it into a coding reference. You know, when you're creating code to design a website, and you put the wrong uh, function in, you know, when, and an as or an is or an if or or, that little word will make a dramatic difference in the options that are given to you on the other side kind of like uh, data integrity in regards to our MLS systems. I'm going through continuing education right now, and our local MLS here in Orlando is is really cracking down on agents, making sure that they are inputting data properly so that you, the consumer, can better return results based upon your criteria. In other words, um, making sure the it's listed as a pool home, but is that above ground, below ground, uh, is it a community or a private pool, right? And then you as the consumer knowing what the differences of those are. So it can get very deep in regards to the options that are available. Now, what I think I bring to the table is knowing which of those are relevant based upon our conversation. But if you're inputting that information on your own into that other website, you're going to have hit or miss results because you don't know that four different associations actually code it differently, and that's one of the things they're trying to fix. So that's some of the the changes that are going through, and I think AI plays into that, so that long-term, five years down the road, it will be a lot more relevant, but right now it's still so new, and I think they're gonna try to find a way to regulate it before they really release it for everybody to use. So it's just like a fun tool right now but it's going to be huge. It's going to really play into a lot of things. You talk about, you know, just translating languages. If I can tell my AI, "Hey, transcribe this into Spanish in the voice of uh, you know somebody my age," right? I don't need a translator anymore. AI will do that in a heartbeat. So, I mean, that's just a perfect example. Yeah, I
0: know. it's it's cool. It could it it can be wrong sometimes i like that you're giving the links to where the yeah i
1: definitely want to know if they're pulling from you know government sites or small obscure sites you know and and if that's going to skew my opinion i at least want to know up front rather than being told after the fact that i was wrong because it wasn't relevant so that's just what i did on mine and and everybody i've talked to they like you said they never thought of it but once you hear it it's very relevant right And that's part of the training that that I've jumped in on with other real estate agents so that we can figure out how to make this work better.
0: Well, I mean, what else is it being used for? To build a, uh, like for people to search or how is it mostly being used?
1: Well, I'm saying that's where I think it's gonna go. Right now, most of of the industry is using it for ad creation, creative ideas, blog posting, uh, content creation. I think that opens itself up to its own problem you know, if I, can, if I can go into a computer and program it to, you know what, I want a blog post every day, here's my subjects, and then it throws it out, and then they put that up on a blog, and then Google picks it up, and, you know, I don't know how Google's going to score that. Is it relevant or not relevant? Is Google going to recognize that, that that's AI content and not real content? You know, because someone says, hey, I've got 10 computers, I'm going to put out 10 blog posts, are they going to be better than me now because they've got content, but is it relevant? Is it accurate? You know, is it, you know, so it's just throwing content for content is not really good in my opinion. And I think that's where AI has to adjust of, well, how do we determine what's right and what's wrong? Or what's relevant or scored better or worse than others? So that's kind of where I think my niche is, is when you call, nine times out of 10, I pick up the phone. It's not me pre-screening, I try to answer your question. If you go to voicemail, don't be surprised if I call you tomorrow because usually I'm picking up my phone almost every time. You know, um, you know, I'm one of those old school guys that says call me before you text or email because I can go a, a lot of different directions based upon how you answer a certain question that I can't do in an email, that I won't do in a text message, that I can't do in a blog post that I'm designing for a hundred people and not you. So I want to be very centric to you when i'm having those types of conversations
0: people are starting to use it in our industry and it can create letters it's just all sorts of stuff and most of it's right which is good there's some stuff wrong and that some stuff wrong could be a big deal
1: yep yeah well i mean you're talking about real estate is that going to play into actual contract writing you know now now there's actually a court case out west where a an attorney is suing an AI developer because their site that is catered towards law and legal aspects so people can go in and ask it a legal question and now there's an attorney suing that software because they're saying that software is practicing law so it, it can get very very muddy you know if there's not some so that's what i'm saying there's there needs to be some rains and some some uh, raining in or, or I guess tie-downs on that so that it, it can be, reg, not necessarily regulated, but give it more validity, right? And, and otherwise it is going to be just trash because so many people can go in there and create whatever, throw it up there. I have a feeling in the next six months we're gonna see a massive explosion in website content creation. And my question is, is Google and Bing and, and all these other sites, are they going to score that differently because they recognize it as AI? You know, and I. I just don't see how that can be weighed the same as feet on the ground and somebody that's living and answering that question realistically. So I still think we're going to be reliant upon personal connections without a doubt. But AI is going to change some of our topics. It's going to change how we think and how we respond and and our timeframes for getting things done um, dramatically going to change. So, yes, it is. I can't. I look at, I got a 10 year old and a six year old and I can't imagine what their life is going to be like five years from now. It's just going to be dramatically different. So that's something to be excited about, but scary at the same time.
0: Well, we definitely in the future, look back at this and say, Oh, we were so wrong or we were so right. Right. We don't know until later.
1: <laughs> what is the old theory? The, the, um, what do they call that? The dragonfly or butterfly effect. I. I, I it's, with AI, it's even more relevant because one content created, misspelling or changed up, can literally skew, skew things a different way. So I'm not saying it's going to change, you know, in the world. I'm just saying it will change how people think and operate. You know, one little change can create a whole new industry. And that's really where this, is, I think, is, is what it's creating. It's going to change social. It's going to change how we operate in so many industries. So I... Don't think it's going to end it. I think the smart ones will figure out how to use it to our advantage. Uh, We'll find how to work smarter and not harder. Um, And you know, if I'm lucky, it'll improve my you know my family time, my downtime, so that I can be more efficient when I am working. So I'm not looking at solve problems. I'm looking at to enhance you know what we produce. So that's just me,
0: Brady. Thanks so much for coming and being a part of this. I, you know, it's good, it's interesting. The floridashome.com website is a really good website for all of our uh, listeners to use and even people that they know. Helps them source the correct parts of the state and parts of town in that part of state that would be a good fit for them.
1: One of the things I throw out there, our team does not work with rentals. Now we do commercial, we do residential, condos, we do investments. Uh, We we sell investment Airbnbs, things like that, but we don't do rentals. And I throw that out there just to kind of sum up with what you said. I still tell my agents and my team that even though it's a rental, it doesn't change the fact that we're supposed to know the area. So if somebody calls on a rental, we generally don't assist with that rental, but we do answer questions in regards to that area. And I think that's you know, one of the things that we bring to the table that kind of illustrates we're a little bit different. We're all about the information more than just the sale. Uh, and, and we know ultimately that sale could be two weeks or two years down the road. So we want to be there, whether it, we are both of those timeframes.
0: Awesome. Yeah, very good. Uh, Brady, I'd like you to tell, how do you want everybody to get a hold of you? I mean, we talked about the website. Do you want to is the website or phone numbers that you want people to reach out to you on?
1: Yep uh, through my website thefloridaishome.com uh direct line into my office 407-890-0173 you can text or or call that number uh, I generally do my best to answer that when you call so don't be surprised if you call and and don't leave a message perfectly fine call back in 10 minutes I'll probably be available you know and that's how we operate. So we expect the call, we expect conversations. We expect to give you information generally that you're calling for. So, you know, we don't try to just kick the can down the, down the road. We aren't just one of those companies that believe that appointments sell homes. No, we help you find the right home. So, and long as we have that as our goal, I think we'll be fine. We'll be here 10 years down the road.
0: All right. Well, thanks again, Brady. Thanks for being a part of this guys. That's all the time we have for today. We'll see you next time.